Hey friend, hey! Thanks for listening to the A Wife Like Me podcast. My name is Amanda Davison and I am so pumped that you are taking time out of your day to listen with us and grow with us. If you did not catch our last episode with my husband, Chad Davison, you should probably go back and listen to that because it was really good and he is so honest and brave to share just exactly what it was like being married to me before and um, even still, like what we struggle with and what we face today. So go back and listen to episode number 38. But today we're continuing that conversation and we're hearing more from him and oh, it hurts so good. But it's really something we just need to hear. We talk about how uh, just the process of praying from our husbands is so helpful, The just the differences in how our personalities are and how we process things and how we prefer to communicate, how that can cause us to divide uh, our marriage or it can bring us closer together when we respect our differences and just so much more. So uh, tune into our conversation now and then I'm going to share a few things at the end. Okay, Jenea asks, being a processor, do you give him the time he needs to process before hashing things out? I used to not. I used to be a, you know, like a not nice woman. I used to be real mean about it. I actually was so mean to him about that. And I would be like, why can't you talk to me about this? So we can move forward and be happy together. And, um, but that's not how his brain, that's not how it works. And he needs time to think. And so at first, for a long time, I was real mean about it. And that was hard, obviously. He would shut down, he'd move away. I mean, he would just be like, you need to stop talking to me. I'm going to our room or whatever. And now it's much different. Well, we've learned a lot also from um, near marriage mentors. And there's an amazing um, curriculum and process that we've gone through and help other couples through. But the basis of every relationship has to be respect. Um, and if, if he needs time to think about something, I want to respect that knowing that we'll come back to that conversation. The fear for someone like me, like a pusher and a resolver and a fix it person is that we aren't going to ever talk about it. It's not ever going to get resolved. But knowing that, okay, babe, like uh, you don't have to talk about it now, but when would you like to talk about it? You know, or, or what can you tell me when you're ready to talk about that? That helps me like put that at peace. We're like, okay, we're not shoving it up there under the rug, Amanda. We're just pausing because he wants to think through how he feels about it or what he, what he wants to do about that or whatever. Is that true? Yep. Yep. Okay. I'm just looking for any other questions. Christy, how do you show each other affection? In other words, what are your love languages? Okay, so I have a love-hate relationship with that book. I'm not going to lie. The five love languages. Because here's the deal. Okay, I'm going to get on a little... Megan, I've talked, we've, we've talked a lot about this book. I feel like we can know each other's love languages, you guys. But if it's not your love language, I'm going to speak the love language to Chad. That's my natural love language, right? It takes a lot of work. And even probably for like a short period of time, am I going to actually speak his love language to him consistently over a long period of time? Because naturally, I'm going to, I'm going to show him love and the love language is snap with me. But, how do we show affection toward each other? It's a process. I think like for a long time, I, one of the, one of the, well, not for everyone, but generally speaking, the number one need for a man is what, babe? Respect. Oh, is it? I thought it was sex. Is that number two? It's one or two. Sex is like right there. Well, yeah. So like sexual affection, okay, for a guy. 
for a woman, it's, I think, number two, non-sexual affection. Come on. Like, come on. God, why did you make us like that? Seriously. Like, it's so, when you say affection, I think, like, what kind of affection? Because affection to me is non-sexual affection. Affection that, you know, is just because I love you and with nothing wanted in return. Whereas for him, for, you know, at least for us, it's difficult for him to show me non-sexual affection because he always wants to have sex with me. <laughs> right? Am I right? Or am I right? Come on. So like, it's hard for him to show me non and for me to be all up in his business all the time because we're just different. And so that's an ongoing process. But I mean, I think over the years, we're, we've just become better at saying, I just want to hug. Or I just don't want to hug or whatever. (laughs) And so, but for real, my love languages are like probably a lot of verbal, like affirmation. Like I love, I'm a words, I'm a words girl. Just talk to me, just tell me anything. So something I wanted to share with you all is we've actually gathered feedback from husbands. And this is what we asked them. It's all, it was all confidential. And we asked them, if you could tell your wife anything. If you wanted her to know one thing, what would it be? No prompting other than that. That was the only question that we asked. Okay. And so here is some of the feedback that we got. Okay. So I'm just going to read these and then I'm going to have Chad share on it. Okay. So this is from husbands. I don't want a mother yet. I want, I don't want her to avoid me. I guess it's complicated. Another said, I wish we felt more like a team. Another, I wish you knew I'm trying my best. I'm doing everything I can. I wish I could give you everything you want. I wish you'd believe that our family is my priority, even when I'm unable to be home. I don't want to feel bad for working hard. I wish you could hear how you talk to me. I'd like you to not be so hard on me. Do you relate to these comments back then? Yep. Yeah. Right. I can like I my I want to cry reading them because that was me. That was me. Like I made he could have said any of those. That was me. So I I feel like for as as you know again we never want to we're not here to like say we're the problem but we're the problem we're all a problem because we're human. There's always things we can work on. But would it would you say that if a wife is able to think to think about these things, like what we're talking about. What, in your opinion, kind of impact could that have on a husband if they start praising and affirming and um, thinking or and being respectful? Like, what kind? What's what can that do? Because you've experienced it when this changed for us, and like, what was the result, and what can be the result? Uh, to me, it it totally disarms you, and it just kind of softens your heart and i just think in relationships sometimes you just want to reciprocate what's being done to you so if that's the tax you're likely going to feel the need to reciprocate now all of a sudden if it's affirmation or you're building me up you know it might catch you off might catch you off guard and it feels good and i'm likely to reciprocate that back so i think i just think like that different approach just totally disarms the situation and it opens up the opportunity for better communication. Yeah, I think so too. So, okay, this is so fun. Kiara, beautiful name. My husband and I find it's hard to get out of old habits. So true. 
we know the problems we need to work on, but we get overwhelmed and fall back into the same patterns. I'm curious what those problems are um, or whatever it is that you need to work on. Get overwhelmed and fall back into the same patterns. I guess when you say overwhelmed, I'd ask what is overwhelming? So often we are so busy that we aren't connecting in the first place. We don't have that base level of connection. We're like, oh my stars, I love this man. I forgot how much like I adore him. If we don't have that, if you're not making room in your schedule for that, um, everything else is really hard. So we have to make room and underwhelm our schedule so that we can really truly be connecting here first. Because if that's, if this isn't happening, everything is hard within this. So, um, yeah, it takes consistent intentionality. And when everything else is so easy to work hard on, like your jobs, parenting, the activities, that's easy to put intentionality to but this is so easy not to but yet it's the most important thing that we should be so it just takes like nothing is going to come before this or between this so we got to get on track and like don't let anything get in that way you, either of you ever feel like you had fallen out of love yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i for sure did i thought i did um and i hate that i just don't even like that saying but did you ever feel that way i don't know that i a lot of love. Sure didn't like each other. That's yeah, you're sure. kind of mean and sassy for a while. Still sassy, but not mean. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Like deep down, I, I don't know. Deep down, I guess when we were going through our stuff, I, I don't know. I just knew something was you were having an issue with something you're battling with. I knew that wasn't really the real you. Mm. Ooh, really? That's so, really cool. Wow. So I don't know. I don't know that I. I did. Yeah, there's times where I didn't want to come home, but I just felt like it was a heart issue. Yeah. So I would say that I did. I thought I did. Because, I mean, I left. I left him. I was like, I'm done. I'm done, 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 done. I can't do this anymore. And my whole story, you've probably heard it. If you're newer to your life with me, just watch our promo video on our website and you'll see it. But, I mean, yeah, I was like, I'm done. This is not for me. However, I was being, I was completely deceived by the enemy. Like, that wasn't true. I loved him, always did love him, have always. And I I wanted to be with him, always. However, slowly over time, we had fallen into this yuck season where we couldn't stand each other. And so I had told myself, I had been telling myself the story that he is not for me and I should be with someone else, I think, because this sucks. And he does not get me. He doesn't love me. I am worthless to him. I don't matter to him. And so I had been telling myself that story. So for me, I think I had allowed myself, again, though, I didn't, I didn't have a relationship with the Lord, but I had completely talked myself out of being in a marriage with him, um, in my mind. Thankfully, I went back home, surrendered my life to Christ after that, but that's what saved us. Um, so great question. Oh, friend, I don't know what was most difficult about that conversation. I mean, it's good, but it also hurts. What I mostly take away from what Chad shared is just the need for respect and how easy it is to lose that in marriage. I sort of feel like after time, it's so hard (laughs) to remember just how to respect each other and how to value the fact that we are different versus 
really allowing those differences to come between us. And so I am appreciative of his reminder, even to me, that that is what unites us. If we can't respect how God made us differently, we're going to tear each other apart. We're gonna tear our family apart. So I appreciate that. And um, I just I just pray for all of us, even now, I pray that you would be able to, hands open, ask God to help you see your husband through his eyes, that, that God would help you pray more fervently for your husband, that God would help you give grace for how he's different, and that you would even be able to celebrate that, and that you would ask the Holy Spirit to come into you and um, guide you in how you respect your husband, and whether that's withholding words, whether that's praising him, giving him space for what he needs to do, whatever that looks like. I just... I pray that that would increase in us and that we would more depend on the Holy Spirit within us to guide how we live in and outside of our marriages. So uh, I I pray that over you, wife. Um, We love you. And I just thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I love when I hear that you shared about this podcast. I love when I see that you talked or shared it with a friend. And so thank you for doing that. You are helping the mission that we are here to do, which is to grow God's kingdom, build his people up. And we do that by starting in our own homes. But your friends maybe don't know about us. And so I just appreciate you taking the time to share that. Thank you so much, friend. And we will be back next week with a brand new episode. Girl, you're killing it. We love you. Jesus loves you. So hold your head up high. We're here for you. We'll see you next week.